If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Wednesday. And oh, what a Wednesday it's going to be. You you ready for this? Get ready. We have Glenn Beck coming up 45 minutes from now. We have Ann Coulter coming up an hour and a half from now to talk about mental health crisis. So we're going to be discussing that a lot tonight. Mental health. What's that even mean? We're going to talk about communists. We're going to talk about the World Economic Forum tonight. We're going to talk a lot about living in a world of make-believe. We're going to laugh at me because I finally have a snake. You know what? I'll tell you. Oh, Chris, I know. I know. I'll try to get to that in 10 or 15 minutes. I hate myself. All that and more coming up tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. I want to begin here. I want to begin with something I've been saying recently, and I want to explain where I'm coming from because it's very much applicable now, and it's going to stay applicable. Triage. Let's, let's begin with that. Do you know what triage is? You know what triage actually means? What, what, what's involved in triage? You've probably heard of it before. You probably understand it at least a little bit. This is the actual definition. The assignment of degrees of urgency to wounds or illnesses to decide the order of treatment of a large number of patients or, casual, or, or casualties. Now, what's that actually say? That's a bunch of gobbledygook. What's that mean? Believe me, I'm gonna, this is, this is going to tie into you and politics here in a minute. What's that mean? 
Well, actual triage looks like this. You have a mass casualty event, a bus, a bus crash, a bus crashed. What could be worse, right? A horrible bus crash. You show up as medical personnel. You don't have unlimited medical personnel. You don't have unlimited uh, ambulance. You don't have unlimited gauze. You don't have unlimited pain control. You don't have an unlimited this. You don't have unlimited that. Some people are dead. Some people are dying. Some people are sick. Some people. You have to make cold hearted, cold blooded decisions, meaning you have to make assessments on the spot. Oh, this guy, man. I, I can't save him, or it would take too much time and supplies away from the others to save him. This guy, cross him off the list. He's gone. Sorry. This guy, this guy can be saved. Prioritize him. That's what triage is. The most cold-blooded, cold-hearted thing in the world, but it's also necessary. Why? Because in the end, it saves lives. You show up, and you have to decide can be saved, can't be saved, can't be saved, can't be saved, can be saved. And you have to do that or more people will die. Now, what's this have to do with all the filth out there with the shootings and the gun grabbings and the everything else? Just hang with me. Hang with me for a second. I'm going to read you just a list of a few things right now. We're going to go down this list and we're going to not do obscure things. We're going to talk about what is, what is the mainstream, mainstream Democrat Party position on all these things. And when I say Democrat party, that's actually probably underselling it. What is the system's view on every one of these issues? Remember when I say system, I mean every Democrat, half the Republicans, all the three that are agencies, the media that brings you the news every night, Hollywood, what do they believe that make your movie, they make your TVs, your sports stars, your educators. What do they believe now? Not, not what they used to. What do they believe right now about these things? Well, let's begin with the big one that's out there right now. The big one, guns. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? What in God's name do you need a solvent for except to kill someone? Deer aren't running through the... Forest with Kevlar vests on, for God's sake. Okay, we're not going to listen to Grandpa Mumbles, but let's just go over a couple things there. Guns. Not what you think about it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're talking about what the system. What is, what is the system's position on guns? Well, we're dealing with it right now. Guns are the problem. Guns cause mass shootings. To which you, because you're a normal thinking person, you instead bring up basic facts. Uh, if guns cause mass shootings, then why are the big cities like New York ravaged by gun crime when guns are banned there? Clearly gun laws won't help. Now, what you just said is not a left or right Democrat or Republican position in a normal world. What you just said is a basic fact. I have New York City. People get shot every single day and killed here. The gun laws are absolutely draconian here in this place. So clearly gun laws don't work. And that translates to, to every place where there's gun laws. What you just said is not a left or right Democrat Republican position. That's a fact. They don't believe that at all. They believe that your fact, not opinion, your fact is incorrect and that guns are the problem. All right, let's pause it. Let's move off from guns. Abortion. I only bring this up because it's been super hot in the news lately. Abortion. What do they say about it? clump of cells 
not alive. To which you, you say, hold on, I have, I have 3D ultrasounds here. I'm, I'm looking at a beating heart in a head, hands and feet. I mean, it's clearly, factually, again, not an opinion, factually, this is a living thing. This is alive. It's alive. By any definition, it's alive. Okay, again, your fact, just stay with me, stay with me. I'm going somewhere with this. Your fact is not acknowledged by them. The border. No nation in the history of mankind, even communist nations, allowed unending immigration, open border across into their country. Every single nation, no matter what their political philosophy was that governed the nation, no nation would allow a flood of illegal immigrants from the third world with no loyalty to that country into the country in mass. No country would ever consider such a thing. That is the accepted and demanded, demanded position of the system. An open border is good. Any attempt at immigration enforcement or restriction is Nazi white supremacy. Just stay with me. Stay with me. Issue after issue after issue. Taxes. High taxes always get passed down to the poor. This is something we've always known. The billionaire raises taxes all you want. He's got a team of attorneys and accountants. He ain't paying that. Someone else will pay it in the end. Down the list we could go. Spending, climate change, over and over and over again. Go down the list of you acknowledging facts, not opinions, facts, and them demanding your facts are incorrect. Now, what am I talking about here? This is what I'm talking about when I when it comes to triage. How do I connect those two things? You have to understand in your life, in my life, we have people who don't agree with what the facts are. They are people who, because of, for whatever reason, parenting, education, watching too much TV, too much time on social media, for whatever reason, you have people, and I have people in my life, who reside entirely in a world of make-believe, a post-fact world. You must decide for yourself, and I can't make this decision for you, but I do know you have to make the decision. You must decide who in your friend circle, in your family circle, can be saved and who cannot be saved. You must triage now the people in your life. If there is somebody who going, going down this list exists entirely in a world of make-believe and you're showing them an ultrasound and showing them gun statistics and showing them border statistics and showing them, you're showing them black and white facts, not Republican stuff, Democrat stuff. You're showing them facts and you go down that list with this person and you've tried over and over and over and over and over again. And this person still insists that the world of make-believe is real. You got to let them go. You got to let them go. And that doesn't mean you don't love them, don't care about them, don't hope they come around one day, but it is time for you and it is time for me to focus only on who we can save and leave the others behind. And I know that's harsh and oftentimes it's not fair, right? Because, okay, your kooky aunt is a nut job and believes all these things, but Jesse, that's just because 
uh, she watches too much MSNBC and, and she believes this idiot senator and, and Jesse is, no, no, I know the reasons. I know. I know she went to Berkeley. I, I, I know all the reasons your kooky aunt is a nutball. And I'm sorry. But if you've tried and tried and tried, it's time to prune the tree. It is time to triage the people in our lives and save only who we can. You have no obligation, none, to step into a world of make-believe and meet them halfway. They have to step into reality, or you got to let them go. All right, we got a huge show for you. Glenn Beck, Ann Coulter, World Economic Forum stuff. We're going to go over some of the disgusting things that have happened, including Beto O'Rourke here in Texas, and much more tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. Before we get to that, part of this is triaging companies triaging companies who can and cannot be saved where are you sending your cell phone money every single month are you legitimately look hey we got pride month right around the corner all right you know what keep verizon Keep AT&T and keep T-Mobile. And then I want you to watch your TV for the next month and watch what they do with your money. Watch the commercials you're paying for. And then tell me if you'd like to switch to Pure Talk, who never runs commercials like that. Average family saves $900 a year. CEO's a Vietnam veteran. The same 5G network as the other guys, only your money doesn't go to fund filth. Dial pound two five zero and say Jesse Kelly and you'll save an additional fifty percent off your first month. Dial pound two five zero say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we got Glenn Beck coming up about 10, 15 minutes from now. We're going to talk to him about mental health, and we're going to talk about that in uncomfortable ways ourselves tonight. We have World Economic Forum talk and Coulter talk. FBI is investigating itself. Don't worry, guys. I'm sure they're on it. All that and more. But we just missed it. In case you, in case you missed it, I was just talking about a world of make-believe because of a corrupt, rotted system where the, the media tells the same lies as the politicians who tell the same lies as the sports stars who tell the same lies as Hollywood who tell the same lies as the professors, we now have a population full of people who reside entirely in a world that is not real. And we have to decide, you, me, everybody, we have to decide how many people in our lives we can save and pull out of that world and how many we can't. But one thing we can never do is step into that world with them. I mean, you want to talk about a world of make-believe? We know guns are not the problem. It doesn't, don't bother citing all the statistics. We know guns are not the problem. Listen to the filth that has come out of the mouths of everyone in the wake of that shooting. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done. What in God's name do you need a solvent for except to kill someone? Deer aren't running through the forest with Kevlar vests on, for God's sake. It's just sick. 
And the gun manufacturers have spent two decades aggressively marking assault weapons. Okay, okay, okay. Assault weapons. Assault weapons. It's all about assault weapons. Uh, that, that would, okay, that was one part of it. Maybe you're thinking, well, yeah, he's a politician. Okay, here's uh, an NBA coach. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. Just want to pause here real quick. Uh, speaking of background checks and whatnot, we have background checks. I know that you know these facts already. We already have background checks. There's already background checks for every purchase of the firearms, including this one. What he's about to say is not an opinion. It's not left or right. It's completely factually incorrect. He resides in a world of make-believe. So do the people who listen. So it's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings. And again, this is Steve Kerr, NBA head coach. Supermarket shootings. I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. We are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington, who refused to even put it to a vote, despite what we... Yeah, okay, we got it. Some, some idiot. Oh, but Jesse, it's an NBA coach. Okay, it's Joe Biden, an NBA coach. Oh, here's film producer Michael Moore. We need a moratorium, perhaps, on gun sales. Um, we need to... Who will say on this network or any other network in the next few days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment? Hmm. Oh, you can't say that. Well, why not? Why not? If, if I, I truly believe if Jefferson and Washington and Madison, if they all knew that that the bullet would be invented some 50 years after our revolution, I don't know if they would have written it that way. They didn't yeah. even know what a bullet was. It didn't exist to the 1830s. They, if they had any idea that there would be this kind of carnage, you have to believe that the founders of this country wouldn't support it. Well. Okay, obviously that's completely insane. Go read the Federalist Papers and read what the founders thought about the people being heavily, heavily armed. Of course, again, factually not grounded in reality at all. Not, not at all. Okay, well, that's NBA coach, that's film producer, of course, the president. Here's cable news. You know, the story of this is not that complicated. It is mostly one party, almost exclusively at this point, where a party that has been owned to a large extent by the National Rifle Association, but where Republicans have taken these positions, they've gotten uh, campaign contributions, and they've been forced into extreme positions uh, or submitted to extreme positions on guns because they are fear that they will get primaried uh, by an NRA-supported candidate to their right on this issue. Um, and, and that has become... Just again, a quick pause. I know you already know this. Uh, no NRA member has ever killed somebody. Know that? Self-reinforcing uh, cycle. By the way, the NRA sucks too. Oh, sorry not to be mean, but the NRA actually supports gun control. Some of it, and it's disgusting. <laughs> but again, they act as if NRA members are the ones out there killing people. It's never happened. Never happened. Okay. Well, that's senators. Or no, that was president, filmmaker, NBA star, cable news. Let's go to the three-letter agencies. Here's the head of the ATF. We have many colleagues who heal to the NRA's direction and bidding. They do so because the dark money operation run by the National Rifle Association has immense, if secretive, political clout. It's impossible to track 
the money flowing in and out of the NRA because it's not properly disclosed, but there has been evidence that Russian money has flowed into the NRA and that has not been dispelled. Russian money. Now it's not only the NRA, it's Russian money. One more, just one more quick one, then I'll let it go. Cory Booker, he's U.S. Senator. Make sure we round out every part of the system here. This is despicable that the same people that try to accuse us wrongfully of defunding the police have taken one of the most important law enforcement agencies to protect Americans, to protect our children, our churches, our mosques, our synagogues, our parks, our super... Yeah, okay, I can't take that idiot anymore. From all sides, people are getting saturated with things that are factually incorrect, not opinions, factually incorrect. I mean, from everywhere. This starts early. I'm looking at a headline right here. This book for New York City school kids has AOC instead of ABCs. The book is intended for 10 to 11-year-olds. It makes fun of religion and Mitch McConnell and praises communism. 10 and 11-year-olds saturated at all times by things that are factually incorrect. A world of make-believe. Don't join them in it. You can't. There is no compromise with it. We're going to ask Glenn Beck. The great Glenn Beck joins us next. We're going to ask him about mental health and many other things. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life— 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Did Glenn pick this song? Oh, that's freaking awesome. Well done. Boy, you might be the winner at this point in time. Joining me now, somebody, I mean, maybe you've heard of him before. I don't know. You can never tell. Glenn Beck, obviously somebody everybody knows needs no introduction from someone like me. Glenn, what causes a society to have a mental health crisis? Um, the lack of anything real, the denial of everything real, the denial of truth, um, the um, telling people for years and years that they'll never amount to anything because there's an oppressor out there, telling people that you um, can't be forgiven because of the sins of the father or the great-great-grandfather that you had nothing to do with, and your sins are inherent in your race. Um, the, uh, uh, the lack of letting people fail or win trophies for everybody, uh, saying that men are nothing, um, and, uh, men can become women and maybe they should become women, except I can't define a woman. Everything that is happening in our society, absolutely everything is leading to our kids killing themselves at an unbelievable rate um people shooting each other i mean look at the last few um uh shootings jesse uh, they're all about somebody did me wrong and i have to shoot them uh you know this one is my uh i was made fun of and i was bullied well what is our society teaching if you're bullied uh they need to be shut down they need to be dehumanized really they need to be they have no place in our society so why not go shoot a bunch of people because i mean mom could have aborted them even after they were born you know they're not not really people are they why 
why do we have angry young men now willing to go do something unspeakable and we didn't in 1960. I mean, 1960 is not exactly ancient history, right? But this this kind of thing, it's not that it never happened, but it was very rare. There were tons you of guns purpose. around. Why? You had purpose. Have you, do you have kids yet, Jesse, that are old enough to get a driver's license? They're not quite driver's license level, thank God. Okay. When you were getting a driver's license, when I was getting a driver's license, um, when did you go get your official driver's permit and your license? On what day did you get your license? Day number one. <laughs> day number one, the birthday. Yep. 16, I turn, I'm there. Mm -hmm. I repeated that ceremoniously at 21. I was in a bar ordering a drink at 21. Mm -hmm. Okay? This was something we did. Try to get kids to go get their driver's license. I mean, my son just got his. He's turning 18 in a couple of months. And I kept saying to him, what? get your driver's license. I don't know. What do I need a driver's license for? Okay, you're not taking Uber all the time. Mom's driving you around. Dad's driving you around. And we're sick of it. Well, I got friends and we could do it. This is something that is happening. Our kids are changing fundamentally. There was something to live for, something to strive for, something that was real. You had real responsibility and real consequences. There are no real consequences anymore. You, you had to get out of your parents' house, and you had to work. And most of us were working before we left our parents' house. Speaking now, I'm sorry, speaking with Glenn Beck, as I'm sure you understand the voice, but Glenn, that, that doesn't, I mean, you're well known to be good parents in your household. It's not like there's bad parenting there. You have an 18-year-old who doesn't even want to get his driver's license. Oh, I see the same thing coming from my sons and things like that, too. What sure. am I doing wrong, or what is society? You're not. Here's the difference. In, in 1960, we were swimming in a society where uh, parents knew the parents down the street, you know, how many times I was corrected by, hey, hey, aren't you the Beck kid? <laughs> yes. I know your parents. I don't think they'd like that. Um, you know, we, we had standards where all adults had some authority, not parental authority, but ratting authority. And, and uh, our parents would believe them. And there would be punishments involved. Um, society was generally good. It was generally a a church-going society that at least outwardly embraced things like the Ten Commandments. There was real problems. There was racism and everything else. But the the if you look at uh, culture as a as an ocean, we were f we were floating in our little boats in an ocean where you were it, the culture. The ocean was pretty clean and pretty good. It had problems and it still had sharks, but it was pretty clean. We are now floating in an ocean of filth. And so yeah. everything is going the opposite direction of where, when I was growing up, culture was going. Everything, you had Zorro, you had John Wayne, you had things that built things up. All you have now is tear it down, tear it down. So you can be a great parent, but you're absolutely alone. You're alone. You don't have you don't have society itself helping you rear that child in the right way. You're alone. All right, tell you know me, we're we're gonna change unless gears. It's a unless it's a friend, tell me where you feel comfortable just saying, 
yeah, yeah, go ahead. Just go down. You know, go, you know, oh, you got a friend, uh, haven't met the parents, don't know. Uh, yeah, sure, go spend the weekend. Yeah. No way. Yep, 100% true. All right, I, I can't let you go without asking you about this. There's something that makes me nervous, Glenn. The World Economic Forum, everyone knows it's going on right now. I know you're talking about it as well. I am nervous at how bold they are about saying things like this on camera. Of course, this is Klaus Schwab, as you know. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. Glenn, that sounds like something you would obviously hear from a James Bond movie villain, but these people oh. say these things. They say them on camera, knowing they'll be broadcasted everywhere, and they don't seem concerned that they're going to be played on Glenn Beck's radio show every day. Yeah, and it's not because they can dismiss me as a kook. Mm-hmm. That was oh so two years ago. Now people, I mean, 65% of Republicans, 63% of Democrats, independents, Everybody is saying, oh, don't I don't agree with this. The Great Reset. Once they find out what ESG and the Great Reset is, um, they know that it's true. Now, there's only a 50 percent penetration in the in the country. So only 50 percent are aware. But over 60 percent of everybody who is aware, no matter their political background, are against it. This you're right to be concerned. Um, They're not afraid because I think they are so far ahead of us um what will trigger this is war with russia massive starvation that could never happen um neither could the war with russia um a economic collapse a breakdown of the social structure of society and i think almost all of those are probable before november All they need is a group of people that are afraid and unprepared that will look to these guys just as we did with TARP, okay? We all look. I knew that was coming, but I didn't know what the answer would be other than let it fail. And I had a very good friend who was working uh, for one of the big uh, companies at the time, uh, big banks, and he was in that meeting. Uh, with uh, Hank Paulson at the Treasury that Sunday night before anybody found out about TARP on Tuesday. And uh, he called me and he said, Glenn, nobody has any idea what's coming. And it's a destruction of the entire economic system. And I said, what do we do? And he said, well, we were just forced to throw our, our bid in with the Treasury Department. He said, I think it's horrible, but I think it's the only option. And we didn't have an option. They said, no one's leaving the room until you sign this. Um, and so the first couple of days when TARP came out, some people immediately said, no, we can't do that. But others were saying, no, the entire system will fail. And people don't like to be scared like that. We have to understand this whole thing is coming apart. The last thing we need to do is go to the mechanics that have been taking it apart and sabotaging the car the whole time. They're not going to fix it. No, they're, they're not. going to give you something very different. Very much the opposite. Great. The great Glenn Beck. It is an honor for me, sir. Appreciate you joining me. Oh, I, I love you, Jesse. Anything you ever need, you let me know. Much respect. Thank you, Samantha. Thanks, man. That's. You bet.
That's that's quite an honor right there, Chris. You're going to have to excuse me while I smile here. Glenn Beck says he loves me. <laughs> how many? How long have we been educated by Glenn Beck on the radio? All right, all right, enough of that. Hang on, I'll be right back. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. Born to be wild. It is. The Jesse Kelly Show, and oh boy, it's want to talk about a world of make believe. We got to talk about some primary numbers here in a few. Let me see. I have to get to emails tonight. Remember, you can email the show Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. This guy says, Jesse, <laughs> I'm very concerned about the suits insisting on additional cameras. Do they not know? You're not supposed to look directly at the sun for extended periods of time. (laughs) In case you missed it, there's a new camera in the studio. It's not on yet. It's turned on June 1st, and there's now a radio simulcast, or I should say June 1st, there's a radio simulcast where you can watch me do the show. It's, It's at least it's not expensive a year. Is a hundred bucks. You got to go to the first tv.com slash Jesse. That's the first tv.com slash Jesse. And you sign up hundred dollars a year. I'm thinking Chris, we haven't discussed this. Maybe we should have this conversation off the air. Almost got to go sombrero on my first day. Right? Right. I mean, we know we have to. I I am the Frito Bandito. Yeah. I like Frito's corn chips. I love them, I do. I want Frito's corn chips. I'll get them from you. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, I am the Frito Bandito. Give me Frito's corn chips and I'll be your friend. The Frito Bandito, you must not offend. Munch, 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 bunch of Frito. And you know what, Chris? If I wear the sombrero and the poncho on June 1st when the simulcast goes live, we got a whole show of Buenas tardes. where we abla and people can't say anything about it. That's what I'm talking about. What? It can be our Cinco de Mayo show we missed. Do we have enough time to haul in a mariachi band? We probably don't, right? Oh, dang it. All right. You know what? Forget it. I'll tell you what I am. Something else I'm going to be wearing is my my slippers, baby. My slippers right now. I've told you, in all seriousness, I've told you about the my slippers several times before. My wife never takes a daggone things off. Uh, they spent over two years designing them. They're not just you know, junky slippers you put your feet into and kind of shuffle around the house. They're legit amazing. You wear them inside or out, and your feet don't hurt. Your back doesn't hurt. Your knees don't hurt. They're incredible, and they're $90 off right now. 90 bucks. You got to go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and use the promo code JESSE. You get my slippers $90 off. Or call 800-845-0544. We are going to talk about the mental health thing in a minute. In a minute. But I do have to have to get something off my chest. You know, I think it was two or three weeks ago how I said I was telling the story about how my son wants a snake, but we're not getting a snake because we don't want to be snake people. We're not going to get snakes. No snakes. We're never going to get a snake. You know, you know how I said all that? We have a snake. We got a snake. What, Chris? We got a, a, a ball python. We got a ball python snake. 
Now, that's the bad news. The bad news is we have a snake. The good news is I never have to deal with it at all. It just sits up in its weird snake thing. And there's more good news. My wife is a animal freak. And I mean animal lover. One of those people, oh, look at the horses. I love the horses. Like one of those people. It's so over the top. When we used to, if I hit a bird driving down the road and a bird flies out and hits, she'll be legitimately upset. She's one, oh, I know, Chris. She's one of those people. So the bad news is I have a snake. The good news is today, because they just got the python yesterday, they had to get in the car. She had to get in the car with the boys. I was already at the studio and drive down to the pet store and pick out a little mouse, a live little mouse. Oh, I know. It gets even better. And she had to take it home. And I guess she's so upset on the way home, having seen the little mouse, she's just a mess, right? And the boys, they're scrambling, trying to change the subject and make her feel better. (laughs) But they get home. She makes them take the snake outside. And she says she watched like the first little bit of it and then went running inside and had to close the blinds. And she calls me. She never calls me at work when I'm working. She calls, just please call me back. I'm so upset right now. This was a mistake. (laughs) And then when I called her back, she got madder and madder and madder at me because I kept laughing, Chris. She was so upset, but it was so funny. And then I quickly called my family and said, hey, Call Aubrey really quickly so you can so you can hear how upset she was, and then that only made her more upset. It was hilarious. It's like that time her bird died. Remember, I told you that story. In case you've seen the movie Dumb and Dumber, there's a bird in it called Petey. It doesn't matter if you haven't seen it. And at one point, some guy breaks in their home and tears Petey's head off. And they ask the guys because the whole premise of the movie is the guys are idiots. They ask the guys. What happened to your bird? What happened to the bird? And he's like, his head fell off. Well, the wife, when we were dating, had a bird, and she named it Petey, and she called me all upset one night. I was driving home from work and said, my bird Petey died, to which I said, did his head fall off? And man, was she upset. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Harry. What happened? His head fell off. <laughs> See? I made a simple movie reference, and all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. (laughs) All right. We do have a lot to get to. We have a lot of World Economic Forum stuff. Remember, I've been talking about the Trump, DeSantis, old lion, young lion kind of circling each other thing, and I think they're going to clash inevitably. Trump went on Fox, had a little something to say about that. I'll be interested. I'm going to bring you that here in a second. I'll bring you the Trump stuff in a second, and then... We are genuinely going to have an honest conversation about mental health. It's something that we've neglected. We instead go for all the bumper sticker boilerplate things instead of tackling real issues. But why not talk about mental health? How do we have, why do we have a nation full of mixed up, angry, violent young men? How, How does a country get to that place? Well, we're there. Let's have an actual talk about it. All that's coming up on The Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.